Hello, Montpelier Roxbury Public Schools. Welcome to In the Schools, a podcast dedicated to telling the story of the people who make the Montpelier Roxbury Public School District an amazing place to grow, learn, and work. We strive to reach our vision of creating caring, creative, and equitable communities that empower all children to build on their talents and passions to grow into engaged citizens and lifelong learners. Today's podcast will have a slightly different format. Instead of the traditional interview, I am outlining the district's proposed plan for ESSER 3 money. There is an accompanying slideshow that can be found on the ESSER page of our website at mrpsvt.org backslash ESSER. That's E-S-S-E-R. After listening to today's podcast, we hope community members and staff will fill out a short survey regarding our plan. The survey can also be found on our website at mrpsvt.org backslash ESSER. Let's get started. As part of the ESSER 3 funding, one of the requirements that was not required for other federal funding coming our way is a process called community consultation. We've gotten guidance from the Agency of Education in the state, as well as the federal government on what that exactly means. And this podcast serves as a piece of our community consultation, as does the survey and other avenues for the community and staff to participate in our planning. So let's talk about what this particular bunch of money is and what it is not. We're calling it ESSER 3 only because the other two federal funding formulas were ESSER 1 and 2, so it makes sense. Lots of people are calling it ESSER 3, but it's not to be confused because the federal government is also calling these funds ARP-ESSER. You also might hear that from the state. So these two ideas, ARP-ESSER and ESSER 3, are the same thing. Our district, MRPS, has been awarded $2,230,394 in ESSER 3 funding. The use of this money is required to be directly tied to COVID recovery. And I put that in quotations because that COVID recovery is closely defined by the federal government, not by MRPS or our state leaders, but by the federal government where this money is coming from. Its primary intent of this bucket of funding is for building upgrades needed to provide a safe and healthy space for students and staff after the COVID-19 pandemic. There's a deadline for submitting submitting our grant, which is what this is coming in the form of as a grant, and that's November 14th, 2021. And we have to go through some significant processes with the Agency of Education prior to that submission so that all of our, once we submit, we're pretty sure that our, our grant will be accepted. We can make amendments after the initial application, so it's not a one and done deal. Uh, Amendments do have to go through a lengthy process as well. Uh, So because of that, we're really thinking closely as to how we could use large sums of this money at one time. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Funds are available through September 2024. So for the next three years, these funds are available to us. But then they stop on 2024. They're no longer available after that. The federal government has put a guideline that at least 20% of these funds, or $446,079, need to address what they are referring to as learning loss. The use of our other ESSER grants money, in case you're curious, ESSERs 1 and 2, can be found on our ESSER page on the MRPS website. It's linked in the 
slideshow, but I'll give it to you one more time, mrpsvt.org backslash ESSER. So the federal government has required that 20% of ESSER three funding must address learning loss. We have in our ESSER two grant, which ends sooner than the ESSER three grant by a year, math intervention positions at Montpelier High School, Union Elementary School, and Main Street Middle School. So again, we put these pieces into our ESSER two grant, thinking that, or knowing, that the ESSER II grant also will go away at the end of its duration. So by moving these positions into ESSER III, it provides us one more year of funding and therefore gives us a bit more time to address learning needs of students. Our data indicates that there's a need for targeted support in mathematics in particular, which is why math was chosen for the intervention positions. By moving these positions into ESSER III next year, well, it will allow our district time to collect data to determine the needs, potentially move positions into our local budget if there's still a need, or Title IA, which is another federal funding source. And that's all going to be depending on the impact of the learning that's happened. But what about that other 80%? It's a big chunk of change. Our proposal for the other 80%, after going through significant numbers of conversation at the district level with district leadership, is to use the other 80% of ARP-ESSER funding to do a complete window replacement at Union Elementary School and Main Street Middle School. We have had that money planned in our capital fund for some time. And if you've listened to any of our budget conversations over the past two years, you'll notice that we had window replacement and renovation in our capital fund through 2027. Um, by moving that into ESSER 3, we can use the capital fund money for other purposes. Our rationale for window replacement is that it's directly tied to ventilation needs in both buildings, UES and MSMS. By tying it to ventilation, it makes it an appropriate use of ESSER 3 funds. As you can recall from one of the first slides, the federal government has put some stipulations on how we use these funds. And primarily the, the dollar amount is so large because the federal government is assuming that we will use this money to do things like ventilation work after what happened with COVID-19 and the importance and the need of ventilation services in schools across our country. So knowing that windows are directly tied to the ventilation, we are pretty positive that this will go through the state and federal government as an appropriate use of these funds. The age of our windows are pretty impressive at Union and Main Street. The majority of the win windows at Union Elementary School are 82 years old. The majority of the windows at Main Street Middle School are 104 years old. That makes them for some very old windows that have some problems. We have a lot of difficulty in our window usage in those two buildings. Many of the windows lack appropriate screens. They were temporarily fixed last year. However, we knew that window replacement was on the very new near horizon, so we only excuse me, temporarily fixed them. They're hard to open and they're hard to close. Many are unsafe for students to be around, and there's a lack of insulation allowing considerable cold air in during the winter months. There's also lead paint on the outside of the building and casings around these very old windows. Before the staff left for the summer, we did a survey to ask them what they thought of the windows just to make sure that we were going down the right path. 
And the staff at UES love some things about our windows. 85% of them love that the windows match the beautiful architecture of that very old building. 63% of the staff at UES love the size, allowing for a lot of sunlight to shine through. At MSMS, 63% love that the windows match the beautiful architecture of that building. 70% love the size. And 93% love the natural light they allow for. But they, do they did report some considerable concerns as well. At Union Elementary School, 23% of the staff believe the sills to be rotted. 52% say windows are very hard to open. 48% of the staff say the windows are hard to shut. 25% worry about kids' safety around the windows. 71% report that they let in a lot of cold air, particularly in our winter months. And some other responses include, that there's peeling paint around the windows, they rattle with wind, the screens don't fit or there's no screens at all, there's BB gun holes in some of them, and the lead paint around the outside of the building. At Main Street Middle School, 33% believe the sills to be rotted, 90% say windows are hard to open, 67% say the windows are hard to shut, 27% of our staff at Main Street Middle School worry about the kids' safety around the windows, 80% report that they let in a lot of cold air in the winter months. And some other responses included that the windows don't work or just are just plain awful. There's lead paint around the outside of the building. Frames are broken so windows don't stay up on their own. Screens are missing or they don't fit. And they let in a lot of solar heat. Andrew LaRosa, our director of buildings and grounds, has done a lot of work to get an estimated cost for the window replacement. Currently, He's beta testing, which is the best method to replace the windows at UES with some, some of the windows. And what's happening right now through the month of July is they're testing three different ways to replace the windows. One would be a full tear out of the windows and replacement. One would be to replace, have a replacement insert in the window. And one would be a renovation. So for the old keep the old windows as they are, but get all new balances and glass within the existing frame to fix them up. We're doing that to see what's the most efficient, what's the most cost efficient, what's the best way for us to replace those windows, particularly because it's such an expensive proposition. We don't wanna to have to do this again very soon. The estimated cost of the district, regardless of the method that we choose, is $1,784,300, I'm sorry, $1,784,315 for both buildings. Again, as I mentioned earlier, this cost would be taken out of the capital plan. Right now, as it's in the capital plan, the estimated completion of all the windows at UES and MSMS would be 2027. One problem with the lengthy, lengthy process of, of doing a little bit each year through 2027 is, of course, that the cost rises every single year for construction, for materials, and for time. Using all of the capital plan funding between 2024 and 2027 eats up all of it. We would not be able to use any of it for anything else. And it also eats up, if we kept it in the capital plan, a significant amount of the 2023 capital plan budget. Using ESSER 3 money allows the capital plan to be freed up. We've talked about some potential ideas, and while none of them are written in stone, we could use the capital plan to work on our outside track at the high school, which has been something the community has certainly been talking about as of late. 
We could do significant remodel of several learning spaces to address 21st century learning needs. The Main Street Middle School kitchen and cafeteria needs a significant remodel to fit the number of kids that we currently service in that space. And the UES small gym is in desperate need of a renovation. Those are just some small potential ideas for capital plan money, but there are not the rules and regulations for capital plan money that there are for the SR3 money, which gives us significantly more freedom and time to talk about what's the best use for the capital plan. That's our plan for our SR3 money. Really two large buckets, 20% going to intervention work around mathematics and 80% going to uh, renovating or remodeling the windows at UES and MSMS. We'd like to hear from you. There's a survey that you can find on our ESSER page of the MRPS website, www.mrpsvt.org backslash ESSER, that's E-S-S-E-R. You could also come chat and have some dessert with the superintendent at Montpelier High School on Tuesday, July 27th at 5.30. So you can come, fill out the survey, and come if you wanna talk with me more in depth over yummy cupcake, or you could just come and talk to me over dessert, or you could just fill out the survey, anything. But we do definitely wanna hear from you. If you'd like to come have dessert with me, please RSVP on the ESSER page of our website by Thursday, July 22nd, so we know how much good desserts to get. You could also just email me and set up an appointment to talk anytime very soon, because we'd like to get this process moving so if we need to hire contractors. My email address is libbyb, L-I-B-B-Y, B, at mpsvt.org. Regardless of which way you choose to come, come give us feedback, I hope you take the time from what I know is a very busy schedule to help us out and give us some ideas based on our proposal. That's it. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen and provide us feedback. I look forward to talking more about these plans over some yummy dessert for those who can make it on July 27th. Anna Hitko produces In the Schools. Till next time, enjoy these summer days. See you later, Montpelier Roxbury. <laughs>